Welcome to this week's BS episode. I am joined by my regular hosts, Joshua Johnson. Hello. And Kyle Jennis. Hey, yo. My name is Nathaniel Jackson, and we are also joined this week by special guest, Evan Williamson. Hello again. Hello. <laughs> uh, Hello. Shoot, what was... Oh, yeah. Okay, so this BS episode... Oh, forgot the topic Sp- for a moment. Speaking of, yep. kick, speaking of kick-ass music. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we are going to be talking today about what musician we think has had the largest impact on popular music. So, who would like to go? Did first? we say popular or modern? I know. I was modern. Say, or, or well, modern. Yeah, we but, can do modern. Yeah, modern's fine. Yeah, doesn't matter. Fair enough. Well, I feel like in order for them to have had an influence, that would have to be popular. But that is well, that is true. Not necessarily. Like but, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you're fine. Who wants to go first? Uh, <laughs> you I, got it. I can go. <laughs> what? Yeah, me? Okay, I guess that's me. me? Um, so oh, you should, yeah. my pick is Elvis Presley. That's a good pick. That's a <clears> very <throat> good pick. I pick Elvis primarily for uh, the impact that he had on not only music long term because he did kind of introduce the world to rock and roll and what um, this new style of music was but he had an impact on the culture uh revolving around listening to music um he in the 50s when he started doing shows had an impact on teenagers in particular in a way that made them feel like they were special um which is nowadays viewed negatively but made them feel as if they were different from their previous generations and he kind of did cause this uh, almost generational rift between, um, uh, I guess at the time, dude, I don't know what the generations back then were, um, but if you were to equate it to modern day, like the the rift between like Gen Z and millennials, um, yeah, you know, so he kind of created this rift and where parents, a lot of older parents were like, ah, eh, devil music, don't do that, don't dance, don't do all those things and all the young kids were like this music is awesome and they were dancing going to concerts and having a ball yeah and so it kind of created this landscape where music was no longer something that you just it didn't have to be this elegant thing it didn't have to be something that you did uh, in a place of worship or something that you just listened to to pass the time like it kind of was before then Um, now it became this uh, activity, this cultural phenomenon, and this thing where people went and it was not just a pastime, but it was something they actively partook in, something that mm-hmm. they Culture. danced and yeah, it was it yeah. changed not only music but also the culture revolving how we enjoyed music. Mm-hmm. So well, he was a, he was an enter he was an entertainer man. Yeah, he like, was like he had a, he had a good voice, he could play, but he he also changed the way like how musicians i feel like perform mm-hmm. like man man could put on a show man yeah he had a stage show. presence that was yeah he was he's like one of the quintessential frontmen. it's like you know he had the flashy outfits everything like that you know he just he had that persona yep. that you know that demands attention be like hey look at me you know yeah so that's a good pick i think so beatles got to meet him did they yeah the beatles got to meet elvis yeah, I know none of us picked the Beatles. I well, you, we I figured we were doing that under the assumption of 
single musician and i'm yeah, like which i mean i was i was thinking like well i could pick paul mccartney because he obviously did stuff outside of the beatles yeah. and so did you know john lennon they, well they all did really but like yeah those those two are the the big two of the beatles those are the the ones that wrote the majority of the songs and you know yeah went on to have bigger solo careers yeah that's true yeah but kyle what did you pick i went with kurt cobain uh, the big reason I picked Kurt Cobain is he kind of showed the newer generation of music that anyone can basically pick up a guitar and make music if they can just make a good song. Like, Kurt didn't have really any, at least to my knowledge, like, proper music theory. Like, m- the majority of the songs from Nirvana are just, like, bar chord structures. It's just different bar chord changes and everything like that, which, it's very basic guitar knowledge but he could make a good song out of just very limited guitar knowledge like he wasn't a virtuoso like joe satriani or steve Vai, but he could write good songs like i i you know you walk in you walk in like any music store or whatever there's gonna be at some point on their like radio playlist like a nirvana song or something like smells like teen spirit come as you are whatever like those songs still have staying power and um one of my i think favorite things about kurt like he has the he had a very much like i don't like i don't care attitude like he you know he he didn't like that people would overanalyze his songs he's like why like why is why are you guys putting words into the words that i write it's just they're what they are yeah yeah he didn't he would spend a lot of time on his lyrics but he didn't care for them as much as like just the music and the melody which you know yeah and in a lot of ways he didn't draw from like true events or life experiences he was telling the story yeah well yeah, I, I mean which was a little different at the time yeah well it, he he actually as famous as that as nirvana got he didn't like that fame he didn't yeah. like the constant attention and everything he was he's kind of like the and he's the opposite he's like the antithesis to like elvis where it's like he he demand where elvis demands the attention and while Kurt got that being the frontman and the singer of the band, he didn't want everything else that came with it. He's like, yeah, you know, just I'm just a guy who plays guitar or whatever. And and basically, like, he was one of the the spokespeople for like that like that generation as well, like uh, mainly like Gen X. Like he was one of the main voices, even again, even though he didn't like it. Um, and as as much as like I hear Nirvana songs all the time, I'm like, God, I would kill not to hear this song ever again he could write he could write good melodies and stuff that like that like that were catchy yeah you know who is uh who is nirvana's drummer again dave Grohl. <laughs> yeah. who is their guitar player kurt well they had a second guitarist who was chad channing okay you're not gonna Between ask me about their bass player oh no i'm not that's fair who is the bass player chris novoselic okay I was, you know, I'm just, I gotta see. What city Austin are they from? Lounge. Technically, they're from Aberdeen, Washington, which is a small little suburb outside Seattle. How old was Kurt when he died? 27. I thought he was 24. No, he was 24 when they, I think, when they started getting like really big. Because Nevermind came out in '91. So yeah, he would have been like 23, 24 when they. Okay. At least, never mind. Hmm. Do you have any Nirvana t-shirts? Nope. Okay. What was their first album? 
I think was it Bleach? I actually I don't remember know. if they did. I don't remember <laughs> if they did one before Bleach, but Bleach I think was like eighty nine or ninety, and okay. I think that's like their. I think that's their first album. I could be wrong. I know. I know more of the stuff like Nevermind and After, which is yeah. more like uh, Incesticide in Utero. Is there one more? I don't remember. They actually they didn't release that many albums. They only had like five. Incesticide. Yeah, it's a yeah. Kurt right. was a very creative individual. He actually did a lot of like interesting like art like art pa- not paintings but like he would use um, like just random things to make kind of like these weird collages of art or whatever. So like he did stuff outside music and I don't remember if he like sold me a bit, but he was a very just creative person so why again do you or what impact do you think that he had like on modern music was like what is the one thing that he did that has changed modern music forever well like i said earlier i mean he showed anybody can pick up a guitar and just write a song and you know any any, anybody can do it and actually that's that's something i talked about with a, a friend of mine he's like yeah you know kurt wasn't an amazing guitar player but he could write a song and honestly I think having the ability to write good music and a good melody and everything rather than just being, rather than just raw talent and instrument is arguably more important. Okay. Especially now, especially nowadays where, you know, music is so commercialized where it's, you know, yeah. it's got to be catchy, have a One, certain four, time five. limit. Yeah, pretty much. And Kirk could, Kirk could write a song, man. I'll, I'll give him, I'll give him his due. He definitely changed alternative rock. Fun fact, uh, Nirvana and Weezer were uh, label mates. And there's a B-side where originally in the lyrics, uh, Weezer name-dropped Kurt Cobain, but they changed it out of respect for him after his death. Hmm. Okay. Imagine how different music would be if Kurt was still alive. Like, even just think about that. Yeah. You know, I'm not convinced that you aren't a BSer because I just know you and your music taste, and I know that you know a lot about. That's why music I asked about T-shirts. Yeah. Well, I, I was. I. I mean, I did. I've listened to Nirvana. Like I have a like one of my longtime friends picked up the bass guitar because of Nirvana, and naturally because. What's that friend's name? His name's Maurice. Okay. Yeah. Does he play the bass guitar or does he just hold it? No, he plays bass guitar. Okay. <laughs> does he lift with it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got to get those shoulder presses. In. Yeah, got to turn the bass around though, so you don't get too heavy on one side. Yeah, you got to flip it every like ten sets or oh, whatever. Yeah. Or ten, <laughs> ten reps. sets. Sorry, sorry. Uh, like ten reps. Ten, ten reps. sets of two. Okay. Yeah. yeah. One, two. two. Flip it. One, two. Twenty minute break. All right. One, two. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right, yep. Josh. What'd you pick? Uh, so I went with Taylor Swift. That's also a good pick Cancer. too. Cancer. Cancer. Yeah. I can't stand her music. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, the impact that I think she had wasn't necessarily on music itself, but the music industry. Oh, yeah. Um, and That's true. the fact that she just chose to re-record her own music after her contract with her label ended up yeah. um, expiring. And she wanted to be able to have the rights to yeah. the things that she created. And so she basically just redid it and said, screw it. I'll do it with my own money. Um, well, yeah, and they're actually... they're deeper versions of like the music itself is significantly yeah. better yeah yeah um, she didn't want to commercialize commercialize it but her label was like hey uh that won't sell so do this yeah yeah cut out that verse yeah make it more poppy make it faster 
labels are you, suck. Are you just indirectly referencing the the ten minute all too well version? Maybe a little bit, but yeah. uh, doesn't matter. Have you heard that full well, version? Yeah, it's, and that's it worse. But I mean, long. even if you, yeah. it's, it's, it's good though. It, it, it like, is link, link the side though. Like it is just even like um, some of the other songs that are. Uh, they just have more to them. There's just more yeah. layers. Um, yeah. But and I think that that in itself and and what she did I think is going to have a big influence on um, the way that things kind of progress moving forward. Yeah. She's also a good entertainer. Like I've seen live videos of her shows, and the fact that she can, the fact that she's played like almost every size of venue i feel like at this point in her career is you know she can basically work a, she can work a crowd like she could play basically anywhere and people will go see her be like oh taylor swift's playing wherever be like sold out you know she knows how to she knows she does know how to write songs and also like mark like market herself well yeah i mean she's one of the biggest artists in the world for a reason yep yep I think it'll be interesting to see because yeah i i will make i will agree with you that she is definitely leaving an impact on the industry more so than the actual music itself i don't think uh i think all the music she's done whether it's what she did with the label or what she's re-releasing now i think it's all just too generic to actually have an impact on the music that we're going to hear in 30 years yeah okay i'll let you finish but i i do think her as a performer um and as an artist and the the business decisions she's making are going to have a lasting impact on the industry which is important um you know and as an entertainer she is awesome um as an artist to her fans she is one of the best out there yeah um she is not like some other popular artists who just ignore their fans or are jerks to their fans, she is genuine with everyone. Yeah, which I'm sure takes a lot out of her. Um, well, I mean, mu- selling music and selling concert tickets wouldn't be possible without your dedicated, you know, as as I learned it once, your super fans, which is like, yeah. it's a smaller portion of your fan base that you know, they're like they're the ones that are gonna buy your merch, yep. buy your concert tickets, buy your album, you know, all that sort of stuff, like. If you can cater to enough of that audience, the rest honestly will just come, will just come naturally, you know. Mm-hmm. And didn't she do something where like she sent out, like she's got like pet, like she just sends out like not care packages or something, but she did something a while back where she sent out like fan packages or something or whatever. Yeah, just I mean, she is one of the most genuine people when it comes to just taking care of any anyone that's involved with her. Mm-hmm. Um, a family member of mine uh, works for BMI, which is a music performance rights organization. Um, Taylor Swift sent out, <laughs> her team sent out essentially like really fancy care packages for Christmas a couple mm-hmm. of years ago to uh, all the higher ups of the company. And it's like, dude, there's no other artist doing that. She yeah. genuinely cares for the people that she works with. Um, I She's an incredible person i'm just not a fan of her music and she's from tennessee she is from tennessee that's true she homegrown <laughs> actually uh my senior year in high school or maybe not my senior my freshman year i think it was one of my uh one year we played the high school that she went to she sang the national anthem at the football game 
No way. Yeah. That's I think awesome. it was my freshman year. Because she would have been a junior or senior. Yeah, that would that would have... Okay. Yeah. So, it was... Yeah. You were there, I think. Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because like, I remember it was like during... Cause, yeah, no one really knew who she was at the time. And uh Wait, how old is no, she? No, she's older than us. Yeah. yeah. I, maybe, no, she, maybe she was in middle school then that I'm She thinking. was she was popular yeah. in what well, I was she, in she was school. really young. Yeah, it so. was she's she's like yeah. almost thirty. Yeah. She's like thirty two, I think. Yeah. So was it my when I was in middle school? Because I remember specifically the band teacher. Oh like, middle yeah, school maybe, but okay. it might have been middle school. I think middle school lines up a little that, that, more. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember in, I remember in fifth grade when her, was is it her song, like, Our Song, or whatever it was, was, like, huge on the radio. And I was, like, ten, I was, like, ten or something like that, so. Uh, there's Love Story. Yep. Um, Although, I think there's probably Our, our Story, too. Yeah. Sure. Or Our, our sure. Song. Our something. Our, our song. Yeah, it's called Our Song. Okay. Oh, yeah. Our yeah, song that one. Yeah. In the pouring rain. Oh, my God. I haven't heard that song in years. And the fact that I remember that, oh, my gosh. It's just beautiful years years. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to figure this out because I know we cool. were there. Evan, do you have any questions for us? This is now. This is the part where you get to... Where I interrogate. Yep. You have to be the, the good cop or the bad cop. Figure so. out which one of us is uh, just pulling facts out of our ass. I mean, I think I know, but... Yeah, because she went to Hendersonville. You want to ask us anything for fun? Yeah, sure. Related to music? Yeah. Who do you think it is? Who is Elvis Presley? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Elvis Presley? Who is Elvis Presley? All right, well, there's no doubt that he left an impression on the yeah. toilet seat. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Very true. Loved himself a peanut butter banana sandwich, too. Lots of drugs. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Well, I've actually never been to uh, his estate in Memphis, but my dad went, uh, I think, like a couple of years ago. And he sent me a bunch of pictures. He was just, like, taking pictures of everything <laughs> and sending them to me the whole time. I was like, that's cool. I want to go there. That's pretty cool. Place. Like, we met Elvis in Vegas. Yeah. Mm, I don't know about that one, but someone dressed up as I don't know about no, that. He was no, he said he drugs. was Elvis. <laughs> yeah, he, he definitely said he was Elvis. Yeah, I'll say that. <laughs> he was giving out signatures. Uh huh. Mm. He was doing as many drugs as Elvis was. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wasn't even there, but I'm assuming. Yeah. No, it was during one of his lucid periods. <laughs> All right. Well, at this point, we are going to go ahead and write down our answers, and then uh, unless. Evan, if you have any more questions or any other probing that you want to do, feel free to do that. Um, otherwise, we'll go ahead and uh, just kind of wrap this up, write down our answers, and then um, we'll review them at the beginning of Friday's episode. Bye-bye.